0: Yo yo yo! Welcome, fantasy tragics. Welcome, all of you DFS degenerates all over the world. Uh, welcome back to another instalment of your premier National Basketball Association daily fantasy sports podcast. And keeping that brief, you're tuned into Hootballs NBA DFS Today podcast. I'm your host, Brenton Eckersley, coming to you from the land down under, uh, where it's currently Friday afternoon, and we are here to bring you another chunky 10-game NBA slate for Friday, uh, January the 29th. And as for the Wii, that is myself over here in Adelaide, South Australia, and of course my good mate from the other side of the globe, Uh, as always, live from New York City, it's my fantasy affiliate, it's David Menkoff. How are you doing, Dave?
1: Doing well, excited to be on here with you, really excited to go through this slate, Uh, looking forward to it
0: yeah man for sure another another big one we we're just chatting off off air talking about the potential that once the nfl season maybe calms down and the nba starts to spread some of these games out uh we may uh you know see ourselves dipping a little bit in the number of games we see on a friday but uh as for us it's been big ones it's been 10 it's been 12 i think we saw a 13 uh in there at one point as well but look uh we'll, we'll crack into this guys uh It won't keep you held too long. But as always, just before we jump into this 10-game card, just have to mention one of our presenting sponsors, and that, of course, is MyBookie. You guys can go and find these betting platform beasts on the web at mybookie.ag. Gambling pundits out there think about the same kind of questions all the time, guys. It's, am I taking the over or the under? Am I taking LeBron or ID? And is there an upset coming here? But do you ask yourself the most important question you can possibly ask yourself when you're talking about betting? And that is where? Where are you going to put those bets? Where are you going to lay down those dollars? And let me tell you, folks, that's just as important as who you are actually making your bets on, where you are betting so that's why we here at HoopBall DFS tell people to bet with mybookie.ag. My Mybookie's rep is rock solid and they've got the best odds contests, and promotions in the biz. They're the only place you can trust to handle your NBA related bets. And I've, got a sneaking suspicion there's some kind of game of football coming up over there Dave that uh, people may want to bet on I don't know too much about NFL but apparently it's the Super Bowl coming up very soon so if you're going to place bets on the Super Bowl absolutely the one place that you want to do that is at mybookie.ag it's simple sign up enter promo code hoopball that's h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand dollars up to a thousand dollars so if you put in that full thousand bucks deposit on uh, your entry with the promo code hoopball They will match you with 500. It's as simple as that guys head over to my bookie. If you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet on best with bet with the best bet with my bookie. Alrighty, Dave 10 games, mate, we got to get through it. Let's smash it out starting with Indiana Pacers and the Charlotte Hornets. This is a 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. We're actually seeing a lot of spreads uh, and game totals for these games for this Friday card because a lot of these teams aren't playing tonight, so it's great to see. Uh, Pacers, Hornets, we have a 220.5 game total and the Pacers favoured by four. On the injury report for these two teams, nothing really to note for the Charlotte Hornets, uh, but Indiana Pacers... Have a few guys out. Karis Levert obviously still out. T.J. Warren still out. Cassius Stanley is listed as out. Jalen Lecue and Brian Bowen the second. Cool. Let's move into it, Dave. Uh, Charlotte and Indiana. No back to backs for either of these teams. Excuse me. Hornets are on the f- Hornets are on the front end of a back to back going into the Saturday game, and we actually saw this matchup on Wednesday. It wasn't a huge game total. Uh, might be a few sneaky plays. What do you What do you have for us here on the Pacers side of the ball?
1: Yeah, he definitely called it. It's definitely a nice little fun little rematch to start the card. Uh, I really like, uh, I have to go back to the well, to Malcolm Brogdon. Um, he's always going to be in play for me and on most slates. And on this 10-gamer, he might be a little bit overlooked. His price went down a little bit to 8400 in this game. He's a guy that can absolutely put up 50 points. And he's been very consistent this season. Uh, coming off a, a nice little game where he put up 46 fantasy points. And the previous game, he put up 60. So he's a guy that's red hot. I love him in this matchup. He's my favorite play probably on the Pacers side. The only other guy I'm really looking at, I'm going to have a lot of interest in, is is the big man down low. Damanis Sabonis coming off a triple-double. A guy that's rock solid was questionable to play in the last game. And he still put up a triple-double. So he is going to be absolutely one of my favorite plays. Uh, His price actually also went down. It's going to be a theme of the entire slate, it seems. A lot of guys being priced down after big games, so I love Sabonis and Brogdon. I think they're they're a hell of a, a duo to they really attack on on this 10 gamer. Uh, who who do you like on the Pacers side?
0: Uh, we could just move on. It's those two guys for me, and pretty much nobody else. I've got you know. You can have a look at ancillary guys for the paces, but I don't have a lot of interest in these guys tonight. Um, Doug McDermott, I've been playing a little bit of since he's been starting, but 4,900, that just takes all the, the fun away. Um, It's Sabonis at uh, 9,200. Yeah, that's a much easier price to swallow than what we have been seeing. I think he got over 10K at one point. Uh, yes, absolutely. There are a, a lot of big men on this slate, and and we will – find that as we go through lots of centers, lots of big guys and lots of high price guards as well. Um, But Sabonis is definitely in play with the price drop. Malcolm Brogdon, Brogdon, perfect. Exactly what I was thinking too. There are so many high-priced, big-name guards on this slate that Brogdon could easily go under-owned against a good matchup in the Hornets. So I like the price drop at 8,400. As you said, 60 DK points recently, and that was against the Raptors. Uh, This is not the Raptors. I love this as a pivot. I think that's it for both of us. We can move across to the Hornets. Um, for me, I'm almost passing on most of the Hornets here tonight. Uh, I think I see one value play I like. What about you, Dave? Do you see anything I'm not?
1: Yeah, the only guy I'm really looking at for a nice bounce-back effort is Gordon Hayward, 7,000. Um, he's coming off a, a rare dud where he only have had 16 real-life points, 25 fantasy points. Uh, but after, before that, in the three games previously, he was absolutely smashing at averaging nearly 50 fantasy points in the last three before that. So I think he's going to have a great bounce back opportunity uh, and he's going to be fairly owned to boot. So I would I, I especially love a little Gordon Hayward action on, on this slate. So he's the only guy I'm looking at on the Hornet side of the ball
0: did i email you my notes before we started this because you're just basically reading off my sheet here it's just perfect gordon hayward 7k that's just too low this guy's been underpriced uh, a lot in the last week or so may- maybe two weeks and as you said coming off points of 43 57 and 49 7k i'll pay that every day of the week and especially where we need to find some value or lower mid price price guys to pay up for some of the studs on this card um absolutely in play uh the only other guy I'm going to throw in here is Cody Zeller. Uh, Got the start last time out, I believe. He'll probably have to start again here um, going up against the Twin Towers uh, in Miles Turner and Sabonis. Uh, You know, they're probably not going to be able to play too much Bionbo out there because zeller's about three inches taller off the top of my head so yeah um i, I like uh cody zeller here and regardless of miles turner's block numbers which we all know are just through the roof this season it's just five six three five every night the fantasy points are actually still churning over at the opposing center positions against indiana so cody Zella's not a bad value play at 4k gordon hayward that's the only other one i'm looking at too Cool. Moving on to Atlanta Hawks and Washington Wizards, mate. It's another 7 p.m. Eastern Standard game. Do we have a spread? Yes, we do. It's 234 high-paced games. We love these ones. The Hawks are favoured by three and a half. And on the injury report, we have... For Washington, Denny Abdiya... Troy Brown Jr., Thomas Bryant, and Ish Smith all ruled out. And uh, for the Atlanta Hawks, we have Bogdan Bogdanovich out, of course. Chris Dunn is out. Uh, probable, we have Onyeka Okongu. Uh, take that one, Mike Potria. Uh, we have probable Clint Capella, and we have questionable Cam Reddish and Rajon Rondo. Okay, let's jump into the Hawks, mate. Uh, pretty nice game stack target here, Dave. What do you have on, both, oh, on the Hawks' side of the ball to start with?
1: Yeah, you absolutely nailed it. It's going to be one of the more exciting games from a DFS perspective because there's going to be almost no defense play outside of potentially Clint Capella if he does suit up. So on the Hawks side, I absolutely love Trey Young, 9,100. He's pretty much lock and load. Uh, After a a stretch where he wasn't really living up to his potential, he's been uh, on a nice little tear. Um, It's been helped by some overtime performances, but also – He's just been smashing with, with his lowest game in the last four, 51 fantasy points. And his price tag did not jump at all after that game against the Nets. And, and 9,100, 9, I absolutely love him. He's probably one of my favorite point guard plays, uh, especially in, in this game script scenario. He's going to be absolutely one of my favorite plays. Uh, and then moving on to kind of the, on, on the wing side of the ball, I, I love DeAndre Hunter. Um, he's been pretty solid this season. He's really had a nice little, nice little comeback season. Um, after kind of a slow start to his career. But he's been very steady, and he's been putting up value, especially if Cam Reddish ends up not playing. He's going to get even more usage coming off a, almost a 40-point fantasy effort. His price tag also went down to 6300 three hundred. I don't know who's pricing at DraftKings, but they're, they're, really, <laughs> they're really struggling, I think, on this 10-gamer. So absolutely, I'm going to have a lot of DeAndre Hunter. Um, and, and then I'll probably have a little bit of interest in Clint Capella if, if he does play. Its price tag has gone up pretty severely in 900 but the Wizards do not just don't play any centers, uh, and a bunch of their centers are out for the season or just are not very good. So in, in, that, in that case, uh, I'll have some interest in Capella, and, and that's pretty much it on the Hawks side. Who do you love in, on the Hawks in, in this matchup?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll keep going back to the well on Clint Capella. Uh, probable in this one, but I think he plays, if he's in, absolutely fire him up 8900 yes that is a high price uh, but uh, you just got to look at the matchup here it, the pace of the game uh, the the Wizards play the fastest pace in the NBA at the moment uh, and while Clint has a, a couple of lower scores in the last two games this ceiling is just too good to ignore I mean who's stopping this guy Robin Lopez no that's not happening um, I really like Clint, Clint Capella at 8900 and yeah the other guy for me is Trey young absolutely I mean this guy's floor is 50. 55 right now for not 9100 that's an amazing price for trey young facing the wizards uh the, the ceiling's just sky high as long as it stays close and and he is absolutely as you said one of the best point guard plays on the slate tonight uh 56 51 56 66 55 and 50 that is his last six outings and he's priced at 9100 so that's a beautiful play one last one to just throw in there and that was on the news that Rajan Rondo is questionable if Rajan Rondo can't go just have a little squiz at uh, Brandon Goodwin complete basement price at 3k he may get some minutes if Rondo sits uh, just worth a little value look uh for some gpp's over to the wizards uh may I, I don't know how interested i am here to be honest um in all honesty, checking the stats, the Hawks, the Hawks have been a better defensive unit this season than, than they were last season, that's for sure. Last season it was, oh, the Hawks are playing, I'm just going to load up five starters on the opposing team and see what happens. Uh, this season they are definitely a little bit tougher uh, in in some of the wing positions and, and especially at centre with Clink Capella in there and balling out. So uh, I don't know. I'm not looking too much here. Westbrook can't ever rule him out. There's no back-to-back. Bradley bill has been balling. Are you going to play either of these guys?
1: Yeah, it's hard with Westbrook coming back. He he's a usage monster, so that's going to absolutely going to throw a wrench into my Bradley Beal plans. I mean, his price tag is ten thousand two hundred. The way he's been t- putting the Wizards. Poor Bradley Beal putting the Wizards on on his back recently, just putting up monster numbers from the DFS perspective. Yeah, and, and you can see it st- in
0: his face too, man. The the, the oh, s- yeah. <laughs> frustration is starting to get there. You can see it. You don't see this guy, you know, emote very much, but you can see the frustration right now.
1: Oh, absolutely. And and because of that, there might be some extra incentive from him. It's just going to come down to whether you know if Beal keeps this game close. I just don't see it happening if the Hawks are all healthy and and they put it on on the, the Wizards. I just don't see how this game stays close. The only guy I'm actually really targeting, uh, we're talking about basement prices, Jordan Bell, the recent signee um, slash starter uh, on the Washington Wizards, um, starting at that center position. He's a guy that used to be a DFS potential darling back in his days when he came into this league. Um, a, a lot of comparisons to, to a poor man's Draymond Green. Uh, and, and he's a guy that that has flashed potential in his career, uh, and he's given every opportunity now to succeed on the Wizards side. So I'm actually, I love Jordan Bell in this matchup. Regardless of if the game stays close, I think he should get plenty of usage. And at that price tag, it's hard not to go with him.
0: Great call, man. I love that. I'm I'm really not interested in too many wizards here. Uh, it, it's a couple of dart throws at the lower price guys. You've covered Jordan Bell perfectly. the The basement pricing for him is uh, certainly makes me salivate a little bit. Uh, you know, the points per minute can be pretty good from this guy, so I don't mind that call at all. The other guy that I've been throwing darts at is Jerome Robinson at 4500 That That price is starting to get a little bit sticky for me. Uh, I, I won't play Garrison Matthews. I think the, the theme during the podcast that I'm on anyway, or I just generally don't take chase guys who shoot and only shoot. Um, and yeah, Jerome Robinson at 4,500. He's been on my radar. He's a little bit priced up now. So look, honestly, outside of Bell, I think I may just be passing on the Wizards. So if you don't have anything else to add, we can just move on.
1: Yeah, I'll we'll do it.
0: Let's do it. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks at uh, visiting the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, my new New Orleans Pelicans. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's check the spread here. Yes, we have one. It's 2.29. Pretty high pace for a game involving the Pelicans, but of course it is the Bucks, uh, and the Bucks are favoured by minus six uh, that that seems low to me Uh, anyway uh injury report where do we get to here they're a little bit down the page i think just excuse me while i find them good people may not be released yet I'll let you talk, Dave, and if I find that injury report, we'll go back and double-check it. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know about this one, mate. I don't see the staying close uh, in any way. I think this could be out of hand within the first half, maybe the first quarter. The Pels have been terrible, as much as it pains me to say. Uh, who are you looking at, if anybody, here for the Milwaukee Bucks?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to, to see your Pelicans really, really laying some goose eggs out and on the floor, but... On the, I mean, you said it, this game, the spread right now is, is somewhat fair, but at the same time, this game can get out of hand very quickly if the Bucks start rolling. So the only guys I'm really looking at on the Buck side, to be honest, especially since this game is going to potentially be a blowout, is Chris Middleton, 8,400, um, absolutely in play. If this game re- stays relatively close, I can see him putting up some, some very, very juicy numbers. But at the same time, it's really hard to, to trust anyone on the Buck side of the ball just given the blowout potential in this game. The only guy that I might throw a couple wild cards into is Dante DiVincenzo at 5000 I mean, that price tag is not very, uh, not very appetizing, but you know, a guy that can get a lot of run, especially if the game ends up being a blowout, um, why not throw a few darts at him? He's going to be almost no, low ownership to, to no ownership whatsoever on this 10-game slate. Uh, so he, he could really be a difference maker, but that's about it for me.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of down the same line as you. Uh, I don't play Dante too much. Uh, It's just that shooting guard, pure shooting guard, who throws up threes and, you know, he can get a few defensive stats as well. I don't mind that call at the salary um, against the Pels uh if anybody is going to stay out there during a blowout, blowout it's probably Divincenzo it's not a bad call man um i am actually looking at drew holiday though i think 7k is too cheap even in a blowout uh, i'm not paying up uh what is it 10 8 for Giannis in a game where he might play 20 or 1 or 22 minutes uh but i will look at drew holiday here so revenge narrative there is no revenge narrative here he left the pels on good terms and i i Kind of expect more hugging and smiling uh, between these guys than than any kind of spite. But uh, I just get a feeling Drew may want to just show up his old team a little bit. Um, that That's a revenge narrative that I'm more likely to follow. Uh, a friendly, happy, smiling revenge narrative. Uh, 7K, I don't mind it. Pels have been terrible. I'm not really looking at anyone else here outside of the blowout to power forward, and that is Bobby Portis. Uh, 4200. I just go to this guy whenever I think the bucks are going to blow someone out of the water. I think that happens here. He never gets past about 30 DK points, but 4,200 in a blowout. He is definitely in play. Pelicans. Uh, I am struggling to watch my favorite team at the moment. Uh, we did get the win over the Wizards. Oh, sorry. We got the win over Bradley Beal uh, just. So, yeah, I don't see this one uh, as any kind of competition for the Bucs. I don't mind a little bit of Eric Bledsoe here at 5,700. He, he's going to find himself in probably one of the spots where you can target the Bucks If the game stays any kind of close for three quarters, maybe, maybe even four if we're really lucky, uh, I think Bledsoe's just got, got himself a nice spot here he should get a ton of shots i like it even more if lonzo ball sits and apologies i did find the uh, injury report it is that uh lonzo ball is questionable and that is it nothing for the bucks uh i won't be going near brandon i won't be going near um zion and the only other things to comment here are the potential blowout players and that's nikhail alexander walker at 4200 and he may even get the start if lonzo sits uh he's worth a few punt plays but if he gets the start, he's just got to face up against Drew Holiday defense. So, yeah, it's okay. It's just a bit of a GPP dart throw. Uh, Josh Hart, if ball sits and the Pelicans switch Bledsoe to the one, then Hart may start. Uh, he may become a decent value play at that shooting guard spot. And then the rock-bottom pricing of Jackson Hayes. If this just gets out of hand in 20 minutes, Jackson Hayes is going gonna, gonna to get all the runny that he wants, uh, and $3,000 is too cheap for a guy who may put up 25 DK points. Okay, that's my a lot done for the Pels, mate. Who do you have if anybody here for New Orleans?
1: Yeah, for me, I'm going. I'm going in that revenge narrative a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a little bit of that card. Eric Bledsoe, 5700, um, absolutely gonna be in play for me. Regardless, if if Lonzo sits, sits he's gonna be a lock and load. Uh, if Lonzo plays, he might be less owned and still be a great potential. Uh, just given the price tag, he's been playing much better recently. So absolutely going to be in play for me on, on the Pelican side. And then Nikhil N- Alexander-Walker, 4,200. Um, they've recently announced that he's going to be getting more minutes uh, down the stretch. Uh, especially if Alonzo ends up sitting, he's going to absolutely smash at a 4,200 price tag. Uh, he's probably my favorite play on the Pelican side, just given the matchup and the potential for blowout. I'm not going to have too much interest in Ingram or Zion Williamson, although they are priced pretty fairly. I still am not going to really go that way. So that's pretty much it for me. Bledsoe and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and that's that's it. Done. Done. Script written.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. All right, let's move on to the next one. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers, visiting the New York Knicks. It's a 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Uh, As far as the spread goes, Goes, uh, yes, we have one. It's a slow one, and that's to be expected. These guys matched up a couple of weeks ago, I think, and it ended up 103, 106 or something similar. So, uh, 205 and a half game total, and the Knicks favored by two. At least it should stay close for us. On the injury report for the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, Matthew Delavadova, Kevin Love, listed out and Larry Nance jr has come up as questionable today uh so yeah him and Lamar Stevens who is of no consequence for New York Knicks Reggie Bullock has come up uh on the injury report today as questionable and Alec Burks has come up as probable New York Knicks Cleveland Cavaliers slugfest slow pace what do you have there Mr Menkov
1: yeah it's tough to really target anyone on both sides of the ball just given a matchup and this ugly, ugly spread. I mean, it's it's basically 200 total, and and that's just very low for for any spread and and any matchup. Two two slow teams going at it. Um, I'm not. I don't have a lot of shares of anyone uh, on on that side of the ball. The only guy that I'm really going to be have some interest in, very minimal, is Julius Randle at 9300. But his price tag is only a hundred dollars more than it's a bonus, and I like Sabonis bonus uh, quite a bit more earlier. Uh, earlier on the card so I actually that's pretty much it for me I'll, I'll have some I'll throw some dart dark throws potentially at Mitchell Robinson he hasn't really been living up to his his kind of potential this season um, after a pretty solid start he has not been putting up any kind of consistent fantasy numbers his best game has been 35 uh, about a week ago so uh, I might have some shots of Mitchell Robinson if he ends up getting uh, the best of Drummond somehow but that's about it for me who do you like on on the next side
0: of the ball? Yeah, it's the price for Mitch Robertson. It's 5,500. It's it's starting to get right down there. Uh, he's in the great spot facing Drummond. Uh, Drummond is not a defender in any way, shape or form. But yeah, the, look, there's a bit of upside here for Mitch Rob if he can get his game going finally, uh, and we're better to do it than against the Cavs uh, front court. Uh, 5,500 is a pretty good price for some GPP plays. I like that. Uh, Julius Randle. Yep. He put up 45 DraftKings points in this matchup last time. Out $9,300 isn't much fun. I just think, as you said, you'd be looking at players like Sabone as well before you look at Randall uh, in a slowdown, uh, what does Santino say, punch-in-the-face kind of matchup. Uh, I'm not looking at any of the Knicks guards rotation. That is a blender right now. And now apparently we have Austin Rivers back in the mix. So, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, we'll just leave the Knicks uh, backcourt alone. Switching over to the Cavs, uh, I'm not too interested in guards here either. Uh, I don't mind Darius Garland and Colin Sexton on a regular basis, but this slowdown matchup is just not where I'm looking for these guys. Have you got any any interest in the Cavs backcourt?
1: I have no interest in the Cavs backcourt, to be honest with you.
0: Yep. Perfect. That's fine. Uh, I will be looking at Andre Drummond at 8,600. Uh, we are hearing rumblings around the league that there is a potential trade coming for Drummond. So, you know, he's on showcase right now, 8,600. Uh, he's probably the only cat player I'm even sniffing at, uh, 74 DraftKings points against this team two weeks ago, uh, on the similar Friday matchup. And now that the contract talks are surfacing, dude is going to be, uh, playing his best basketball. Um, He's the only guy I'm looking at, man. Is there anybody else outside? Well, Will you be looking at Drummond, and is there anybody else you're looking at?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're definitely reading each other's minds. We have some, some <laughs> telepathic abilities tonight because Drummond is the only guy uh, I'm looking at, and I'm going to be looking at him quite a bit in this matchup. Even though it's, it's a slow-paced game, he should absolutely smash just given all the rumors circling him. And that's, that's it. I, I, think, uh, I, I think we can move on
0: yeah, it's not a not a very happy game for DFS. So let's move on, Sacramento Kings uh, visiting the Toronto Raptors uh, in Florida, I guess at seven thirty pm Eastern Standard Time again. Game total, uh, who am I looking for here? Kings and Raptors, 228.5. Game total, the Raptors favored by 6.5. That seems low as well. Uh, I have potential blowout concerns in this one too. Injury report for Sacramento Kings, Nemanja Bjelica doubtful. So he's upgraded to doubtful, I think. Uh, Daquan Jeffries is out and... Jamias Ramsey. I apologize if I butchered that name. I have not tr- attempted that one before. For the Toronto Raptors, uh, OG Ananobi is questionable. That's something we need to watch. And, and uh, Patrick McCaw is still out. Okay. Looking at this, uh, we have no back-to-backs. Uh, Raptors are not on a back-to-back. Ap- apologies, the Kings are on a front end of a back-to-back. Uh, mid-table for pace. This is a serious blowout risk. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not too... Uh, yeah, not too invested on either side There are a little bit of interest on the Toronto side of the ball Maybe uh, on the Kings, I'm only looking at one dude What about yourself, Dave?
1: Yeah, it's, I have to agree with you it's, it's not a lot of interest on the Kings side of the ball uh, I'm looking at De'Aaron Fox only, 8,500 He's going to have some interest for me uh, And then maybe, and then I'll have some shares Minimal shares, that at Rishon Holmes at 6,600 At the centre position He's a guy that can put up 15 and 10 with four or five blocks uh, in any given matchup. And given the Raptors, just inconsistency in the center position, um, he's a guy that, that could be a strong GPP play, um, just given this entire slate. So I actually like him quite a bit in that mid-range price. And that's pretty much it on, on the Kings side of the ball for me.
0: Yeah, it's it's low ownership here for me on the Kings as well. Rashawn Holmes, 6,600. That's definitely worth some squirts. Uh, not The blowout is the, the worry, I guess. Uh, I think I'm going to just be under-owned on, on most of the Kings. Marvin Bagley, uh, 5,800. He, he's one guy I might have a sneaky look at here, uh, just as a pivot away from some of the higher-priced big men that we have a plethora of tonight. He's finally come to life. He's in a decent spot. Uh, the Raptors are surprisingly leaking fantasy points to power forwards. He's not my favorite play on the slate. Uh, he's probably the only Sacramento King I'm looking at with any interest, though. Cross to the Raptors, Toronto uh, blowout, higher prices. What do you think here, mate? Can you play many of these guys? Uh, I have interest in a few.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the price tags, again, are, are not really reflecting the play recently, but Pascal Siakam coming back from injury, um, he's priced at, at a very nice level. 7,300 is very much swallowable, as I like to say. Um, <laughs> just Just given the matchup, I, I don't see a lot of, uh, a lot of defense that's going to be played on the king side especially in guarding him if he gets hot he's a guy that can absolutely go off for 40 50 fantasy points and his price tag is at a is a new low this season um w- one of the lowest points it's been so i'm going to have some interest in him as at, at the top of the at the top of the front court and then the other guy i'm looking at for a nice bounce back opportunity is chris Boucher, um who has absolutely been on a, a downturn after that Uh, Great start to the season and really hit a stride mid-January, putting up 40 to 50 fantasy points. Now he's kind of in that 20 to 30 fantasy point range. So I think this is a perfect opportunity for him to get back in the mix, play 30 minutes, and and put up a nice little 35-40 fantasy point nugget.
0: Love it, man. Chris Boucher is the top of my list here. Um, he he's one of the guys I want to have a lot of shares of against the Kings, uh, as you mentioned, down in the last few. But uh, it was only a week or two weeks ago that he was putting up 45, uh, 40 to 45 DK points on a regular basis. Uh, 6100, that's crazy low. A lot of these prices are crazy low, as you mentioned at the top of the show. Um, there's been price drops everywhere. I don't know. Maybe DraftKings had a downturn in um, <laughs> clicks on the website and just wanted to get more people involved. but uh, I will look at a number of guys here. Uh, Freddie Van Vliet, 7,500, too cheap for for Freddie. Uh, If you want to save a little bit of dough at the guard positions, Freddie is completely swallowable here. Uh, It's a $400 price drop on a guy who's coming off uh, back-to-back 46 DK point runs. So, yeah, cool. Uh, DraftKings, thank you for that. We'll take it. Uh, The other guy that I want to look at hard, if he continues to start, uh, and there's no guarantee that he does here, but that's Norm Powell. As we said on Monday with Mike, the math here is pretty simple for Norm Powell. If he's starting, you can play him. If he's coming off the bench, you can leave him alone. Uh, but OG is questionable. So there is a chance that Norm holds the, heart, uh, the starting spot. 6,200 is starting to scare me off a little, but it is the Kings defense. Um, Freddie has the matchup with Buddy Van, uh, uh, Buddy Hield. Apologies. And uh, yeah, there's a number of guys here for the Toronto. I like it. It's hard not to play them all. Uh Cool just before we move on to the next game guys we just want to have a, a, a drop a quick message in about one of our beloved sponsors here and that is manscaped uh i am staying away from the weed whacker trimmer for the time being if you guys caught our show last friday uh you will have heard me completely butcher the last ad read so i shredded that sucker uh i am i even got called out on twitter for that ad read thanks thanks for that josh uh, it was it was all in jest but uh yeah i'll just move into an area that's uh a little easier to get my mouth around and that is the fact that manscaped have just really released their new cologne scent to help you feel good and smell good all over and at all times who knew smelling this good could feel this good everyone knows manscaped has the perfect package 3.0 for all of your below the waist grooming needs but they did not stop there complete your grooming game with the new refined cologne signature scent by manscaped Calming and, and inviting, the, this signature oh man, this signature scent introduces a light citrus burst before settling into the anchoring notes of vetiver and a woodsy, masculine finish that just sounds so good. This fifty ml spray cologne is even hypoallergenic, cruelty-free, dye-free, paraben-free, and one hundred percent vegan. So be sure to check out uh, the new refined cologne scent from Manscaped and also check out the Perfect Package 3.0 with all the essentials for your below-the-waist grooming needs, including the original and the best, the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20. So that is H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Look good, feel good with Manscaped. Okay, uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, your sixes, Dave, versus the Minnesota Timberwolves at Timberwolves, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, spread. Yes, we do. That is one of the few games we do not have one for. Injury report. Uh, I'm not finding that quickly here either. Here we go. Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Jarrett Culver is now listed as out. show Hernangomez Gomez is still out. D'Angelo Russell is questionable, so that we need to keep an eye on. And Carl anthony Towns is still out uh, with COVID, unfortunately, for that young man. For the 76ers, uh, Joel Embiid is popping up as questionable. Terence Ferguson is out. Vincent Poirier is probable. And then we have Mike Scott out and a couple of other guys who are of no consequence to DFS let's jump in mate your 76ers I rambled my way through the Pelicans what do you have for your team tonight
1: yeah this is another one of those interesting matchups because the Sixers play well and play like they did the other night against the Lakers uh, up until the last three minutes of the game they should absolutely <laughs> smash the Timberwolves uh, with that said if they play the last two minutes of the game it's going to be a close one but in either case um, in either case, I have to say Ben Simmons is criminally underpriced yet again. Um, I played him the other night uh, and no one else played him. So thank you very much. Um, but he's absolutely going to smash in this matchup regardless of, of this game. If this game stays remotely close. That price tag is, is outrageous. Under 8000 for a guy that can put up a monster triple-double at any point. Uh, I think DraftKings intentionally does not like Australians. I, I think I've, I've decided that's going to be the, the new motto for DraftKings. Um,
0: <laughs> How could you not like Australians?
1: What's going I, on there? Unbelievable. Unbelievable <laughs> bias. Um, but but with, all, with all that said, uh, he's going to be my favorite play on the Sixers side of the ball. Uh, again, priced really well, coming off a triple-double. Um, should be a lock and load at that price tag. The only other guy I'm really looking at is going to be Joel beat if he does suit up for the Sixers. He is questionable. If he sits, Dwight Howard becomes an absolute smash. Although, in the last game, when we thought that was the case, he threw up an absolute dud. So, Tony Bradley could end up being the absolute smash. If Howard sits, I mean, sorry, if uh, Embiid sits at 3,600, I love some Tony Bradley. Uh, he should get plenty of run in this game. Uh, if Again, if Embiid is out. And that's it for me on the Sixers side. Who do you like in the Sixers?
0: total DFS telepathy going on right now. Uh, that price for Ben Simmons is ridiculous. $7,700 uh, against the Wolves in the point guard spot. Cool. Lock it in. And the nice thing about Ben Simmons on DraftKings is you can play him at small forward. Yes! So, we can play Simmons as a stud in a small forward position. We can play Trey Young or another stud like uh, DeMontis that we've already touched on in the guard or centre positions and load up nicely. This is a great Great matchup. Love that price. Beautiful. And, yes, the other the other side of the uh, coin here is the center spot. So if Embiid plays, 9,400, smash that in. Uh, yeah, there's blowout potential here, but I'm hoping it's basically Embiid that does the blowing out. So uh, 9,400 for a guy who's got 55, 60-point upside, that's uh, not a problem at all for me against the Wolves' defense. And, as you said, uh, if Embiid is out, we get options with Dwight Howard and some Tony Bradley as well. If you believe this is going to be a total blowout, which I think it may be, Philly uh, are a ve- very good team. Uh, shake Milton is worth a shake. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, at 4K. If you think the blowout's coming, uh, yeah, it, it's worth a look. Uh, down, the, down the roster here, Shake Milton is now super cheap. We know what he can do when he gets minutes. Uh, we know that Seth Curry is back, but if this goes blowout, uh, yeah, have a shake at shake. I apologize. Timberwolves, uh, I'm just going to run through this really quickly. I'm looking at one guy here from the starters, uh, and then I guess there's a blowout conversation to be had. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's questionable. Um, I like to look at Jordan McLaughlin uh, in both of these scenarios. If D'Angelo Russell is out, I skip over Ricky Rubio, who generally doesn't have a great amount of upside for his dollars, uh, and I will play Jordan McLaughlin coming off the bench as the backup point guard for the only 3,800. The starter that I'm interested in is Malik Beasley. Uh, That is interesting to me. If Russell sits, if Russell starts, I will have less interest in Beasley and no interest in Russell against Ben Simmons. Um, The other guys that I may have some continuing shares in are Jared Vanderbilt uh, 5,100 guys just, displays energy all over the court and he's going to put up a monster one of these days uh he is one of these guys i'm chasing for that 45 point dk upside and given the blowout potential i'm just going to have a little stab at anthony edwards here at 4800 as well i don't think this stays close i think he gets a stack of minutes uh i've covered the wolves mate what do you have anything to add or any others that you may be looking at
1: I think you absolutely nailed it, nailed it on the head yet again. Um, I, I shouted you out for those that follow me on Twitter and follow Brent uh, for that Jordan McLaughlin call uh, <laughs> the other night where I absolutely played him as a nice, little, a nice little pivot play, and he helped me catch. So thank you very much again. For oh, that
0: man. call, it, it, it's, it <laughs> takes us a, a second set of eyes sometimes. Everybody in, on this DFS Today team, we are all talking to each other and helping each other. And yeah, I like Ricky Rubio, but the call was $3,800. Someone's got to come in as backup point guard. So that was the play. Anyway, glad I helped yeah. you
1: out. <laughs> <Keep> <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate it. So, with that said, you nailed it Anthony Edwards, $4,800. Uh, this game ends up being a blowout, which you'd expect it expected to. He's coming in with a lot of confidence. So if he continues playing with that level of confidence that made a number one pick in, in this this year's draft, I mean, he's going to be a great guy. The to, to throw-in in that mid-range salary, he's going to be great. If D'Angelo Russell sits, Malik Beasley also in a great spot. His salary is way too cheap. Again, I don't know what DraftKings is doing. I'm going keep, <laughs> to keep, keep beating the... The drum on, on that phrase, but maybe maybe Malik we Pisa. should be
0: not doing that. Just keeping it quiet. Let them play these low prices. <laughs> keep it off their radar.
1: Yeah. Uh, 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 next game, Malik Pisa is going to be priced at ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to pull. Uh, uh, Kevin Aquarator. Absolutely. Uh. <laughs> um, so sorry, and <laughs> not to derail the conversation. The only other guy I'm looking at. There's a few clearly that blow up potential. Naz Reed, fifty nine hundred. Been starting. He's been playing great. He puts up block steals. He can do pretty much everything. I just don't know how he's going to be able to handle a dual Embiid if Embiid plays, which is why he's very much a risky play and a GPP-only um, attack for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think uh, Nasrid is worth looking at uh, if uh, Embiid sits. If Embiid is in, uh, Nasrid may have some foul trouble coming. Was there anybody else on the walls before we move to the next game? Uh,
1: I'm all set on the wolf side.
0: Cool man, uh, Brooklyn Nets uh, travelling to the Oklahoma City Thunder, this game is at 8pm Eastern Standard Time uh, we do have a spread I believe on this one, we do uh, it is the Nets favoured by 10 and favoured by 10, and uh, yeah a high game total, the Nets play fast uh, and that is 230.5 game total on the injury report for the Brooklyn Nets, Nicholas Claxton remains out, Spencer Dinwiddie is obviously out, and Norval Pell is also out, OKC Trevor Ariza will not play basketball for this team this season. Josh Hall is out. George Hill is listed as out. And Ty Jerome is also listed as out. Brooklyn Nets, the big three. I am struggling to play any of these guys at the moment. If anyone, it's Irving because of the pricing. I'm not sure too much changes here. What about you?
1: Yeah, you absolutely nailed it. I mean, with Irving... His price tag has been dropping a little bit each game just because of the, the usage being thrown around between Harden, between uh, Kevin Durant. It's really hard to trust any three, any of these three guys. I mean, you definitely said it. The only guy that I'm, I'm actually been looking at normally, I would agree with you on the Kyrie side, but I'm actually looking at Kevin Durant. His price tag dropped finally under 10,000. Hallelujah. It has been <laughs> 10,000 in more than two weeks. And I think it's a perfect opportunity to attack that price tag coming off a 46 point game which is not very good however it's still worth attacking especially against the thunder um i love kevin durant um, and he's going to be probably low owned on this entire slate so it could be a great GVP call but that's it for me on the net side
0: good call man uh, i am still looking at kd even as the prices have been uh high as you mentioned now the price has dropped to 9900 uh that's a much better price for kevin durant with the other two in uh who stops him here? Darius Baisley, Al Horford? no, nah. Nobody stops Kevin Durant. It's 9900 It's It's a high price. We have a lot of other targets on this place, uh, on this slate, excuse me, uh, but I don't mind that call at all. Harden? No. Uh, too much for me. Kyrie Irving? Yep. As you mentioned, the price continues to drop, 8700 I think that's too cheap for this guy again. Um, look, the Thunder are a little rest- restrictive at point guard. So uh, Shea Gilgis alexander is getting it done at both ends of the courts, it seemed, at the moment. Uh, i have a little bit of Kyrie, a little bit of KD. I think we do have other options out there, but you can't not just walk away from the net. Uh, it, it's too risky to do that. You have to have some shares. And uh, the last one that I've been playing a fair bit of lately, and that is Jeff Green. 4,600, look, first up, you can absolutely target the Thunder at power forward, as I just mentioned. Uncle Jeff just continues to roll along without giving us huge scores. Uh, That's probably to be expected from this guy, but I've been playing a lot of green lately. I'll continue to do so while his salary stays at this level. And uh, yeah, uh, 4,600 is a nice price for Uncle Jeff. On the Thunder side of the ball, uh, we have one guy that we have to look at every time this guy steps on the court in a Thunder uniform. I'm not 100% sure I'm interested in too much, Oh, maybe one other. Uh, What do you have here for OKC, Dave?
1: Yeah, I'm going to throw out a name out there that I'm sure a lot of people are not going to be interested in playing. But I have to play him uh, more of just the fact that he's been burning me in my season-long, in a lot of my season-long leagues. But I think this is the game. Mark my words, everyone listening. This is the game where Darius Baisley goes back <laughs> and, ha- and has a double-double. I know wow. Horford's back. He's going to be absolutely low-owned. He's going to be strictly GPP play. I wouldn't recommend it for cash on any slate. But for GPP purposes, I think Darius Baisley puts up a double-double and puts up a nice little 35-point, 40-point uh, game uh, to absolutely sm- smash that price tag. Um, but again, that's an outrageous call by me. Um, so take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, the only other guy I'm looking at is, is Shea Godress Alexander. I mean, he's 8,300, always consistently going to be in play, especially against the Nets. If, Nets. if this game somehow stays close, which I don't expect it to, um, he's still going to be in play for me, 8,300. Um, it's hard to really fade him on most slates, and he's priced pretty reasonably um, in comparison to a lot of the other guards tonight. Yeah, cool.
0: Uh, I'm looking straight at Shea as well. Um, Brooklyn are a little bit hard to read for opposing point guards at the moment. Uh, The narrative is that the Nets don't play defense, but if you uh, go look at the stats in the last 7 to 15 and even the last 30 days, uh, Brooklyn are very tough for opposing fantasy point scoring uh, at the point guard position. Apologies. So it's a tough one. Uh, 8. 8300 that's slightly low for SGA on any given night, so I, w- I won't mind a few shares of him. Um, Al Horford, now, he's not a guy I play in DFS very often, uh, kind of a boring, dull kind of play, but Horford gets to face DeAndre Jordan here. Uh, I like the price. Uh, Forty. He just came off 49 DraftKings points in 30 minutes versus the Suns, and that's the Suns. Now he gets to face DeAndre Jordan. Can he have a repeat? Uh, I don't like chasing games like that too much, but it's definitely a name to think of. Uh, The Baisley call, man, if you get that one right, and we had a chat about that with Jakar Sampson a little little while ago. I'm not sure that one came off, but these are the ways that you take down DFS slates. You hone in on the guy you think is going to have a big game. You call the double-double like you just did, and at 5K, sure. If Baisley gets 35, you've won. So I don't mind that call. All right, uh, let's move to the next one, people. Los Angeles Clippers and Orlando Magic. This is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the Clippers traveling to the Magic to play the game there. Uh, Do we have a spread... Magic, magic, magic. Yes, we do. 212. It's a fairly low total, uh, kind of middling kind of total, which isn't surprising with these two teams. And the magic favored by four with uh, some big names out for the Clippers. Obviously uh, not yet submitted, but we know that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will almost definitely not be there in this one uh, for the Orlando magic. Al Farouk is out. Michael Carter-Williams is out. Markel L. Fultz is, of course, out. Jonathan Isaac is, of course, out. And Chuma Akiki I love saying that name Uh, He is out also Okay uh, Clippers This is a second unit Basically playing at the moment Outside of Batum Outside of uh, Ibaka uh, And Beverly if he gets up I am not really that interested In a great deal on either side of the ball I don't think Uh, What do you have here for the Clippers Mr. Menkov?
1: Yes, uh, it's tough. Uh, the Clippers are an absolute mystery night in and night out. Any one of these guys can really go off, and, and that's what we've noticed with, with the likes of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard being out. Um, there's so many guys that can go off any night. Reggie Jackson uh, went off for, in the last game he played. His price tag has gone down a little bit. He is playing uh, on, on a back-to-back set, so that might be something to, to look at to see if his minutes might be might go down a little bit. But he's a guy that... You know, it's been consistent if he gets minutes. So I don't have a lot of issues. 6,700 taking some shots of Reggie Jackson. He's not going to be highly owned. Um, so th- that's something that they really monitor for GPPs. Uh, that's pretty much it uh, on the Clippers side. I don't like Luke Kennard at two hundred not really in play. Sergei Ibaka, at 6,200 is also not going to be in play. So it's going to be Reggie Jackson and Reggie Jackson only for me on the Clippers side. Who's, who's your top Clippers play, if, if any?
0: Yeah, it's, it's hard to nail these guys down, as you said. It's a real blender in there for the Clippers. Uh, you know, Kennard goes off one night, and then the next night it's Jackson. 6,700 for Reggie. I don't mind it. It's not my favorite play. Uh, he did put up uh, 46 fantasy point return, but that was against the Hawks. A little bit of a different story here, although he will only be facing Cole Anthony, I guess. So, yeah, it's if you want exposure to this Clippers game, the, the safest place is probably Reggie Jackson. Uh, I have been interested in Terrence Manlake but uh, since they upped this price by $1,200 uh, one game apart, I am not messing with that too much. Luke Kennard, no. Marcus Morris, no. I'm just skipping through. Uh, let's move across to the magic side of the ball. I'm not sure about too much interest here either, mate, although they are going up against a pretty depleted Clippers team. What about yourself? I'm going to throw a name out
1: there. I'm going to throw a name here we in go. The bag. People are are probably not going to play, but he's going to be absolutely in play for me as as a nice dumpster diving play. next my favorite play of this entire game, uh, Kem Birch, the backup center on the Orlando Magic. Uh, He's priced at $4,000. He's a guy that if you can get... He's another great point-per-minute fantasy darling. Um, So he's going to be absolutely in play for me just given you mentioned the fact that this game is going to be... Uh, A mystery I don't know if Vucevic is going to potentially get a full workload Um, and he's been he's proven night in night out that if he gets the minutes Ken Burch can absolutely smash coming off a 31 point fantasy effort against the Kings in in a blowout scenario very efficient from the field can get blocks can get rebounds so I like Ken Burch a lot as a nice salary saver that's it for me on the magic side
0: man you're not the only one throwing that name out there I've been on this guy for a little while uh, and there are a number of kind of big guys power forwards and centers in that backup role that just continue to roll along and chug out 25 fantasy points every single night they step on the floor and the prices don't change and we're talking about guys like Bobby Portis we're talking about Ken Birch Um, there is another one I can't quite think of right now but there's three of them that are in my rotations uh, pretty much night in and night out at the moment Uh, Ken Birch is absolutely on my radar here uh coming off 31 draft kings points uh, 4k maths people uh, that is a good price not sure i'm playing vooch i think i'd rather play capella or drummond at around this price range aaron gordon 7100 i think that's completely swallowable uh apart from one bad game his floor has basically been around 35 and 7100 is too cheap when he has a ceiling that has been reaching into the 40s and 45s occasionally a little bit higher Uh, Evan Fournier, roasting teams at the moment. Uh, The floor's 35, the ceiling's 45. No Paul George or Kawhi Leonard to stop him out there. 6,400, it's starting to get hard. Um, I think that's around the same price he was at last time, and I think he beat that last time, but I'm not sure how many times I'm going back to the Evan Fournier well. So eh, I think I'll leave it at Gordon. I think I'll leave it at Ken Birch with you. Denver Nuggets and the San... Uh, visiting the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, This is an 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game as well. Spread, we have one. It is 225 game total. And the Nuggets are favoured by three and a half points on the injury report. For the Denver Nuggets, uh, PJ Dozier and Greg Whittington are both listed out. And for the Spurs, Lucas Samanik. I'm sure that's not how you say that gentleman's name, but uh, he is out. And Derek White, who was nearing a comeback, so we heard uh, he has been listed out with that toe injury for Friday as well. Denver Spurs no yeah the Spurs are on the front end of a back-to-back here I don't think that's something we really need to pay too much attention to outside of maybe DeMar DeRozan uh the Nuggets are not on a back-to-back um Jamal Murray fallen back to earth in the last couple Nikola Jokic 10-1 are you playing either of these guys or any of the other Nuggets mate
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have some interest in Nikola Jokic. 10100 his price tag is starting to really drop a little bit. Uh, So that's, for me, as a DFS player, a perfect opportunity to attack, 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 attack. Um, So he's going to be in play for me, uh, just given this matchup against the Spurs. Uh, It might be a little slower pace, potentially, but, you know, he's coming off two very, very poor games. One of them was a blowout against the Heat. The other game was a close one. But I fully expect him to bounce back nicely and get to a 60 to 65 point fantasy threshold in this one. Um, there's not a ton of, of big man centers that are really priced at that high price tag. So I think he's going to be absolutely in play for me. I'm not going to have a lot of interest in Jamal Murray. You mentioned 6,900. That price tag is pretty swallowable. But I also am not going to put a lot of shares into him just given his, his volatility. And there's other guys that will have a much better floor um on this type of slate especially uh, and that, that's pretty much it the only other guy i'm actually going to have some interest in i forgot to mention is michael porter jr 600 um he's you know coming back from covid starting to get his legs under him um, a couple of games ago he did put up 46 fantasy points if he gets one of those games where everything's falling he's involved in the offense gets minutes he should absolutely smash that price tag against spurs cool
0: man look i'm probably not Interested in Nikola Jokic tonight. Look, the the problem here is, as you said, there's not a lot of big men at this really high price tag and the potential ceiling that uh, uh, Nikola has, uh, you know, that's 65 to 80. <laughs> is that the ceiling? It's probably 80. Um, uh, it, We know what he's capable any given night. I, I'm just not sure I'm playing him too much here. Uh, it's going to be a slowdown kind of game. Uh, I think we have better value in the centre spot uh, that we have already crossed... Uh, paths with in this podcast michael porter jr 6600 it's just starting it a little tough to play for me uh the upside is absolutely there as you said uh, 45 to 50 dk points you know anytime he steps on the floor i'm just not sure we get to them here um yeah, he's been closer to 30 DK points recently. I'm just not sure I can trust the, the, the price tag. But if, if you beat me with MPJ, I will take it on the chin, not playing Jamal Murray. Uh, oh, here is the other power forward that I could not think of before Who who is just coming out, rolling along, putting up his 25, even higher fantasy points every now and then, and that is Jermichael Green. Coming off the bench at power forward, this is a great spot for Jermichael Green. Um, his last two outings were 34 fantasy points apiece. So he's 4,600. I can play that uh, if I need to land on him. Absolutely. Moving across to San Antonio, uh, 6,100 for DeJounte Murray. This is continuing this trend. I don't know what is up with the pricing tonight. Uh, Against Jamal Murray, it is the Murray battle. Uh, I will take 6,100 for DeJounte every single day of the year. Uh, Will you, David? David.
1: I mean there's really no question I'll take it. I mean this price tag again. I mean you caught it it's it's absolutely outrageous. I mean he's priced almost at that mid salary range for for like a backup point guard and he's it's getting crazy. 35 40 minutes a game. It's it's absolutely wild. His production has been pretty consistent um and at that price tag he should be a plug and play as they come there's only there's only so many spots we have on our rosters (laughs) so it's it's incredible that we just have to choose from all these fantastic value plays
0: Absolutely. It's going to depend on your build again. If you go big at the center spot or you find, you know, that you're filling up other um, uh, positions across your card with, with small forwards and power forwards. uh, This is a great place to save Dejounte Murray versus Jamal Murray. As I mentioned, uh, this is the floor. 6,100 price tag, that's the value for DeJounte Murray's floor. Against Jamal Murray, this could be 45 DK points or more. Uh, I think this is probably my favorite middle priced play of the day. Um, outside of that, I am really not looking at too much else on the Spurs team. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is worth a few shots at 6,800. Um, yeah, especially when Michael Porter Jr. is probably out there trying to chase this guy around a little bit. Um, that is it for me on the Spurs team. Did you have anyone else outside of Dejounte?
1: Honestly, you just you just said it. DeMar DeRozan, I'll have some interest in him. Sixty eight hundred again, price tag that we've never seen before for DeMar DeRozan. Um, so he's going to be in play for me. Um, but I'll, I'll have some interest in DeMar and Dejounte. I think if we stack them with, uh, let's say, a Jokic. Um, that could be a potential GPP winning play because they're going to be pretty low owned. Um, So it's something that they look at when you're looking at builds for sure.
0: Love it, man. Love it. Fifty uh, five hundred on Lamarcus Aldridge. That is cheap, uh, but it is a wild roller coaster for LMA this season. That is a GPP play only, and that is it for me on the Spurs. So we can move on. Dallas Mavericks at Utah Jazz. I think this is the last game of the night. Ten PM Eastern Standard Time. Uh, do we have a spread? No, we do not on this one. Uh, And moving into the injury report for the Dallas Mavericks, it's only Maxi Kleber still listed it out uh, uh, as out. I believe that he is close to a return also for the Jazz. It is Derek Favors questionable. Donovan Mitchell, questionable. I was about to say there's no one else of consequence, but yes, Donovan Mitchell, also questionable. So we need to watch the news on Mitchell for sure. We had some great value emerge when he sat the last one. Uh, Let's see if it remains the same here on the Jazz side of the ball. Dave Menkoff, go.
1: Yeah, on the Jazz side of the ball, if Donovan Mitchell plays. um, He should be in play against the Mavericks. Um, However, if he sits that's where it gets a little bit interesting because then we can absolutely look at kind of what the Mavericks threw out there. And, and last night with Joe Ingles, 4,700, um, he had the spot start and absolutely smashed um, that price tag. He was priced at 4,200. And I think at 4,700, there's still some absolute value if Mitchell sits, especially against the Mavericks. Uh, and he's going to be pretty. He might be pretty chalky if, if we get the news early, but since it's, it's, a, late, it's a late game, uh, it's something to monitor because it's, it's an hour-and-a-half start time after the last game starts. So something to keep in mind uh, when you're building your lineups to, to have some roster flexibility for, for that late, one late-game bullet. Um, so he's probably going to be in play for me. The only guy I'm looking at really in the Jazz is Rudy Gobert. 7,500, I mean, his numbers recently have just been to the moon. Um, which is saying something. I mean, all of a sudden, Rudy Gobert is putting up 15, 20 shot attempts, averaging, as usual, three or four blocks. I mean, he's just been smashing recently, Uh, and I don't think it's going to stop against the Mavericks because they they just played. Uh, They just played two nights ago, and he put up 68 fantasy points in, in 37 minutes. So there's no reason why you can't go back to the well with Rudy Gobert here.
0: Absolutely, this is one of the best plays of the night for me as well. Rudy Gobert at 7,500 against the Mavs front court. Uh, I will swallow that all day. Thank you. Um, he's basically just toasted the same team for 68 fantasy points. Uh, put the Knicks to the sword for 54. Um, one game before that, I, I don't see why the price is so low on on Gobert here. He is going to beat the living out of the (laughs) the maps. Let's just leave it there. I'll I'll leave the little silence gap in there. Uh, Yeah, if Donovan Mitchell sits, uh, Clarkson, Ingles both of them come to mind uh we just have to keep in mind here that uh, Josh Richardson's defense is back uh at that shooting guard spot so uh I probably don't mind either of them it's a little bit of a pivot off of each other although both of them went off uh when Mitchell sat in the last one look it, it's a little bit of a roundabout there you can probably play either of those two guys if Mitchell sits outside of that I think that is it for me nothing else on the jazz for you mate
1: no, that's pretty much it.
0: Cool. So Utah have been great defensively. Luka is priced at 10-6. He is the second highest player on the board. Can you play him tonight?
1: I can absolutely not play Luka tonight, um, especially against the Jazz. Uh, they're, they're a tough, tough defensive battle. Um, you know, he's a guy that, you know, he's really put his team on his back in certain games. Um, in this matchup, he is priced a little bit down at 10,600 coming off a game where he just didn't get enough help. Um, his assist numbers were pretty low at only six in the last one against the Jazz. There's always an opportunity for a bounce-back effort against Utah, but if Mitchell plays, um, the potential for blowout increases a little bit. So I'm just a little worried about his minutes in this matchup, so I would not have any shares of Luca. The only guy I'm going to have shares of on the Maverick side is going to be probably a GBP play only, but it's going to be Kristaps Perzingis. Um, he, he didn't play all that well in 32 minutes in the last game where he put up 30 fantasy points. He's priced at 7,900. He's had games since his return. where He has put up 50, 53 fantasy points a little over a week ago. Um, if this game stays close, he should he should smash that price tag. Again, strictly GPP play only. Um, there's not a lot of shares I'm going to have of, of either guys. Uh, and that, that's it for me on the Maverick side. It's going to be pretty, pretty bare-boned for, for me. Who are you attacking on the Mavs side, if anyone?
0: Yeah, I'm not too interested in in the high price guys here either. You see Luca's name come up on your game, uh it's Luca, you know what the potential is. Uh 45 dk points against the Jazz last time out. I'm not sure that the bounce back is coming in this one. Let's give him another game away from the jazz, uh, and see what he can do there. I don't think I'm paying 10 uh, for Luca. I would much rather pay the 10-8 for Jokic and be done with it. If I'm spending that much on one player, um, outside of that, Chris taps. Yes. 7,900. That's a fair price for this dude. He's an amazing player. Uh, I just think there's better options at this price range that we've already been through. Um, the only other guy, here's another one, Another one, James Johnson, 4500 This guy is rolling as well. Now, he's not rolling and giving us 35 to 45 DK points, but at $4,500, he is a safe value cash play. He continues to walk out on the court. He continues to put up 20 to 25 DK points and just be a nice, safe play if you need that uh, dollar spend elsewhere. That's it. I think we're done. We're done, Dave. Woo! Uh, we
1: are finitoed.
0: <laughs> finitoed. That's another big Friday card for us. But hey, uh people out there listening, we, we thank you very, very much for sticking with us out here in DFS land. Hopefully, we help you guys make some big calls here today. Massive thanks to you, Dave. And I'm going to throw you a question without notice. And that is who is your number one play in this 10 game card tonight? Ooh, that,
1: that's a fantastic off the cuff uh, question. I'm going to just pander a little bit just so i can think about it but my favorite play is going to have to be i'm gonna lock it in here ben simmons 7700 um book it uh some bias in the sixers but also price tag and and in game matchup i I love simmons who do you like on as far as your top play?
0: yeah, some definite sixes bias there. Um, no, no, that is an absolutely great call. He should smash in this one. And this is all about pricing too. It's Rudy Gobert, 7,500. Uh, that is nuts versus the Dallas Mavericks front court. We will see which way that goes for each of us. Hey, maybe it goes well for both of us. Uh, on Twitter, guys, you can find David Menkoff out there on Twitter at dmenk33, that dmenk 33. And myself, Brenton Eckersley, you can find me at Terrain72. So that is T-E-R-R-A-I-N-7-2. Thanks for joining us, guys. We won't keep you any longer. Uh, we love your company. Thank you for joining us, Dave. Thank you. Anything you'd like to go out with?
1: Have a great night, everyone, and win some, uh, win some takedowns.
0: That's it. Who calls DFS today? We are smashing daily NBA fantasy.